The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. Yesterday, Virginia House Democrats released legislative priorities for the special session next week. The session was initially called to address budget shortfalls due to coronavirus, but will now include criminal justice and police reform. Whitney Evans reports. House Democrats plan to enact changes to Virginia's criminal justice system that would expand expungement eligibility and allow more people to get out of jail early on good behavior. They'll also try to ban police from using chokeholds and end qualified immunity, which shields police officers from being sued. Senate Democrats don't plan to address expungement or qualified immunity, but House Majority Leader Charnel Herring says there's still time to reach a consensus. Hopefully we'll have Crime Commission endorse legislation in time for special session, and hopefully they will convince the Senate that these are good policies. Earlier this year, Virginia's newly elected Democratic majority deferred sweeping criminal justice reforms until 2021. That is until protests rocked the nation over the death of George Floyd. Whitney Evans, VPM News. The Virginia Department of Health will be conducting a study to determine how many children have potentially been exposed to the coronavirus. In a statement released Thursday, Governor Ralph Northam said the study will take place in northern Virginia due to the number of pediatric COVID-19 cases in the area. VDH plans to analyze the blood samples of 1,000 patients for COVID-19 antibodies in order to estimate how many children have been infected across the Commonwealth. The study will also analyze potential risk factors for infection in young people. Preliminary results from the study are expected in September. All private schools are required to submit reopening plans to the Virginia Council for Private Education, but some are worried about the state intervening in their plans to fully resume in-person instruction. Megan Pauley reports. Dan Zacharias is executive director for the Old Dominion Association of Church Schools, representing 31 schools across the Commonwealth. The group recently advised their member schools not to submit reopening plans to the Virginia Department of Education. Zacharias says that's because the agency doesn't have legal authority over private schools. If that's all we're being required to do is just submit plans and then nothing after that, then what is the purpose of submitting plans? Zacharias is also advising schools to attach a cover letter to plans submitted to the Virginia Council for Private Education, stating that VDOE has no legal oversight authority. He worries these plans will end up in the hands of state education officials. Megan Pauley, VPM News. Virginia State University will give every undergraduate student a $500 stipend this fall to help pay for a computer or computer accessories. This initiative will cost around $2 million. University officials say the stipends will not be counted as financial aid and students will not be expected to pay them back. The school is also working with philanthropic partners to provide Wi-Fi hotspots to students without Internet access. In-person classes start on Monday for the VSU Trojans with limited capacity and while maintaining social distancing. Richmond's Italian-American community gifted a Christopher Columbus statue to the city in 1927. After protesters toppled it near Bird Park earlier this year, two organizations are now offering to take it back. Roberta Roldan has more. The local Giuseppe Verdi Lodge and the Italian-American Cultural Association of Virginia are offering to take ownership of Richmond's Columbus statue. It's currently in storage after Black Lives Matter and Native American protesters pulled it down and threw it into a lake. Although some view Columbus as a symbol of genocide, Giuseppe Lodge President Aldo Funai 
recently told city council that their organization has a different perspective. It represents the struggles of our ancestors. They respected Columbus and admired him, in some ways emulated him. They left their homeland to venture to a new world to make a better life for themselves and their family. They settled here. They love the city. City Council has yet to outline exactly how they'll vet offers for all of the statues and monuments that have been removed in recent months. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. The chief curator for the Institute for Contemporary Art at VCU is stepping down in October. According to a press release, Stephanie Smith took on the role in the fall of 2016, and she was deeply involved in the inauguration of the gallery two years ago. She co-curated the ICA's first exhibition and helped create the Provocation series, which is displayed in the gallery's uppermost chamber. In the statement, Smith said she'll be moving back to Chicago, where her family lives. The Institute says it will not launch an immediate search for her replacement. All the stories you've heard can be found online at vpm.org news. This has been the Daily VPM Newscast. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.